<laughs> Thanks, Drew. I'm Sue Olovich and um, I'm a, a former um, primary school principal and I'm uh, working at the moment at the University of Sydney um, undertaking some research in teacher professional learning and the four C's. Sue has over 30 years of experience as a teacher and a principal in diverse school settings across Sydney. She brings a practical knowledge and lived experience with her research. Sue is currently pursuing her PhD in teacher professional learning in the four C's. Sue is seeking to better understand how the practices enacted in the school setting lead to transform teacher practice and improve student learning. In addition to her research endeavours, Sue is also a qualified professional supervisor, holding a graduate certificate in professional supervision. Through her work as a supervisor, she guides colleagues in engaging with reflective practice, which creates a supportive space for them to analyse complex situations, explore their emotional responses, and tap into their own experiences. Sue recognises the value of personal experience and its influence on professional practice, helping practitioners develop a deeper awareness of how their experiences shape their work. Sue's passion for supervision and reflective practice stems from her genuine interest in the learning and wellbeing practice of teachers and leaders within the educational setting. Welcome to our podcast today. Great to have you. Thanks, Drew. Great to be here. Fantastic. Sue, we're just going to talk today about reflective practice. Can you tell our listeners what ref- what reflective practice is, is about? Sure. So reflective practice is really an opportunity to have a professional conversation, really, um, with a colleague um, that has a particular structure to it, um, where the reflectee, so the reflectee is, is what I Um, when I refer to the person who's reflecting, so the colleague who's reflecting. The reflectee brings along um, either a problem of practice, an issue, um, an idea, a challenge that they would like to um, explore during the time that we have together. And so reflective practice is really an opportunity for um, me as a reflector to hold the space for the person that's reflecting to be able to provide a really safe space for them to um, reflect on the issue that they're bringing to reflective practice, um, to have an opportunity to consider that um, that problem of practice or the challenge from different perspectives, to analyse it, um, to have it reflected back to them by by myself or the person that's reflecting um, reflecting with them, and then also to um, I guess to to come to a, a deeper understanding um, and a different perspective sometimes of of what that that particular. Um, issue is about. Um, so in terms of what is reflective practice, you know, I, I guess at the heart of reflective practice is is learning um, and a deeper understanding of the the um, challenge or the the issue that the person is is wishing to to explore. Um, and reflective practice really is a um, a mechanism where um, um, time and space is provided for that person to reflect deeply about that particular um, aspect or, or challenge um, and to come to a deeper understanding. Um, and sometimes as a result of reflective practice, that means that the person might then have some actions that they um, they take with them as a result of reflective. 
but other times it might be that they simply have a deeper understanding of the complexity and they may have some ideas for um, where to go next um, or they may have some deeper insights about themselves um, as a leader in their particular setting. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of really key elements that you've you've said there. So I guess for the uninformed, what would be the difference with the reflective practice to say other coaching courses that are that are available to yeah. principals and executive? Yeah, well, I guess what, what's similar about uh, reflective practice and coaching is that there's an element of reflection in both reflective practice and in coaching. Um, one of the, the noticings that I have about, about what's different is that um, in coaching conversations that I might have with people, um, they may res, um, revolve around um, getting an idea or an understanding of, of what's gone on in a, a situation um, identifying um, a, a goal that you would like to, to establish and then perhaps exploring some options for, for establishing that goal and then looking at what actions might, might come as a result of that. Um, and those coaching conversations are absolutely integral, um, particularly when addressing challenges that might be um, simple challenges or even complicated challenges. Where I see the difference, though, um, in reflective practice is for sometimes unpacking those those issues or challenges that you know we consider to be to be complex and we know that Helen Timperley talks about sort of that that notion of of complex um, challenges that we we often um, encounter as as leaders and reflective practice I think where it, it stands apart and where it really comes into its own in terms of it being an incredibly helpful mode um, is is the ability to to really deeply analyze the the complex situation from different perspectives um, to have the person that um, I'm reflecting with um, and be able to to reflect back um, and hear um, you know that that problem of practice unpacked in in particular ways from different perspectives so Possibly, you know, from my noticings, I think one of the differences is that a coaching conversation um, can be particularly helpful in um, addressing challenges that might be, be complicated. Reflective practice can be particularly helpful in addressing um, complex challenges that may need a deeper level of um, analysis and exploration. Yeah, great. So... So how, how would our colleagues, experienced principals, is this aimed at experienced principals or all levels of the principalship, Sue? Mm. Who would you say would benefit most from that? Or would you say that's too general? It could be towards really anyone in their, in their principal, where they are in their, in their career. Where would you, I guess, give guidance to those listeners who are who are considering uh, reflective practice? Yeah, that's a great question, Drew. Um, I guess because reflective practice is quite different to uh, mentoring, it's quite different to coaching, um, it's really a skill set that um, assists others to think deeply about 
um, their experience and the work that they do. Um, so it would certainly be a great fit for people who are interested in um, facilitating the learning of others. It would be a great fit mm -hmm. for people who are interested in um, exploring how we create spaces that are safe spaces, but also brave spaces for learning to take place. Um, so, you know, I don't think that necessarily equates with um, where you may be in your principal career. Um, mm. Perhaps it equates more closely with, um, you know, people who uh, may have a particular drive to, um, you know, facilitate the learning and the well-being of others and to learn more about um, how you actually may um, go about doing that. So people who are interested in, in you know, building and developing that skill set um, may, may be really drawn mm. to this sort of work. Yeah, it's interesting. The, the skill set of being able to to whether the wording is coaching to make a, as you said, Sue, to make a brave space is mm. that, that is, or a psychological safe place is a, is a skill set in its own to be able to develop and 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 learn and harness that that skill. Is this what this reflective practice will teach participants in this course? Yeah, and, and I guess, you know, one of the things that participants do learn about is the difference between reflective practice and um, counselling or therapy, and certainly they're very mm. different. Um, and the learning that we undertake um, in order to be able to facilitate reflective practice um, is is not the same as the learning that one would undertake um, in order to provide um, therapy um, or counselling. Um, but I think what's significant about that learning is that you also do learn um, the um, how to become alert and aware and how to respond um, if reflective practice moves into a space where it's identified that the person who's reflective actually um, may require some further support in terms of, of counselling or, or therapy. So it's it's learning that skill set to be able to, to how to manage um, and how to respond appropriately um, as a, a reflector um, if those situations mm. emerge. Yeah. So in the New South Wales Primary Principles Association, Sue, so we have three key values, and I'm not sure if you're aware of them, but they are principal well-being, their lead learning, and school operations. Sue, so where do you feel that this, where do you feel reflective practice would fit in our core values? Drew, mm. oh, I think it aligns really beautifully because um, one of the, the models that you actually learn about um, during reflective practice is um, is an interactive model called Proctor's model. And, and there's a metaphor that's often used in, in this particular model of, of a three-legged stool. And you can imagine, you know, if you're sitting on a three-legged stool and one of the legs is actually either wobbly or broken or it's too short, you're not going to have a comfortable um, seat on that stool because you're going to be out of balance. And reflective practice, you know, you're able to, to align, you know, that to, to those three values in the sense that sometimes when we're reflecting, um, the, the 
um, the focus may be on um, restoration and be completely a restorative focus for the the duration of the session, um, because that's what the reflector has brought to um, to the session. Um, other times, it might be that we sit completely in that learning space, so that educative space, that other leg of the stool, where um, depending on what the reflector has brought to um, the session it may be completely appropriate that the focus is on the learning of the participant. Um, but other times it may actually be about um, what, what Proctor talks about um, is this sort of managerial sort of aspect, which is this idea that um, what connections can I make um, with the, this issue that I'm dealing with and the, my work as a principal? How does that fit in with the um, requirements that um, and the um the realm that I sit within as, as a principal. So um, interesting that, um, you know, the three values of the PPA mm -hmm. uh, really align quite beautifully with um, the three aspects that, um, you know, whilst they're, they're separate, they're also intertwined in the way that we engage in reflective practice. So I think they really align beautifully. Yeah, great. So, You've mentioned previously around some well-known researchers. Is there any research or an evidence that supports reflective practice and ongoing evidence as well to measure the impact of what this course could bring to participants? Yeah. So there are... Reflective practice is used extensively in many of the helping professions. So, you know, quite commonly we see um, reflective practice or it's often called supervision in um, the medical field. It's used in, mm -hmm. in nursing, for example, extensively. It's used often in, um, in the area of psychology, often in people in social work. Uh, professions that are... Um, uh, require you know a, a high degree of emotional intelligence that are mm. demanding in terms of um, of aspects of well-being at times and you know when we think about the role that principals have in terms of um, being in the a helping profession or being in a, a demanding profession like we are um, you know I think it aligns well um, so it's used already extensively as a practice that um, um, in in those fields, it's also being um, used quite extensively in this in the UK system, um, in school settings, and okay. um, you know we often see that in terms of um, um, school leaders in an individual reflective practice, but we also see it in terms of um, group reflective practice, where leadership teams might actually engage in. Um, reflective practice around particular issues that they or challenges that they may deal with um, in their own settings. So um, we certainly see it in um, professions that um, that have a, a very much a wellbeing focus, but also a learning yeah. focus as well. Yeah. So is it a steep learning curve, Sue, to to become a a reflective uh, reflective practitioner? <laughs> Yeah, that's a Reflective great question. Yeah. <laughs> a reflector, a reflector yeah. and a reflectee. Um, was, it, was it hard yeah. for you? Was it hard for you as a, uh, yeah. I think about the learning that you've done? Have, was, it, was, it a, a, was it a change of mindset or what, what, what 
sparked your interest in this work? Yeah. Look, I think as principals, we're very used to engaging in professional conversations with colleagues, um, with members of the community, with our, mm. our staff and, and so on. Um, and, and, you know, what, what I think is, is interesting is that it just offers us a different frame and a different way of um, facilitating a professional conversation that um, is perhaps different to a conversation that we might have in a um, professional learning and development sense. Um, and it, it, it provides a, a different scaffold or a different lens to explore um, complex and sometimes difficult issues. So, um, you know, was it was it hard? Um, probably more interesting than 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 hard. Yeah. And it was a you know just um, you know I think as as principals we always value um, you know our own learning and we value opportunities to um, build the repertoire of skills that we have in order to facilitate the learning and well being of others. And I, I really see. You know the the learning in reflecting practice. Reflective practice was really a way of um, of enabling that. Yeah, great. Thank you, Sue. Is there any other last comments you would like to share with our listeners today about ref reflective practice if they are interested in this work? Um, probably, what comes to mind is is you know what what is reflective practice based upon, and it's it's based upon a, a process where um, we we hold a space for people to interrupt their practice. And as principals, you know, we lead incredibly busy lives and, you know, it's an incredibly privileged space to be, to hold the space for someone mm. um, to explore a challenge, an issue, a problem of practice, or just to, to focus on how it is that they are being in in the world at this particular point in time. Um, and so it's a, an incredible privilege to be able to reflect with colleagues and to have the, um, the learning and the, the skills um, it, to be able to do that in a safe way, but also to be able to provide a, an, a, an environment where they can be challenged to explore new horizons is an incredible privilege um, to, to have. Well said, Sue. It indeed is a, an absolute privilege and it's been an absolute privilege listening to you today and, and sharing your thoughts and uh, on reflective practice and where it can fit with principles considering this offering. Thank you again for your time. Really appreciate it. Pleasure. Thanks, Drew. Professional Learnings for Educational Leaders is an initiative to support and inform New South Wales PPA members of the New South Wales PPA Professional Learning Suite offerings. Our Professional Learning Suite is aligned to our values of principal wellbeing, principals as lead learners, as well as supporting principals to lead school operations. Our values are wrapped around support, empowerment, advocating and leading. The New South Wales Primary Principals Association is committed to supporting and empowering principals to effectively lead and manage school communities from a diverse range of contexts. The association responds to and supports school leaders as they address different challenges in rural, remote, as well as metropolitan schools. Further information about our professional learning can be found at our website, newsouthwalesppa.org.au forward slash professional learning.